Hello and welcome to the Good Friends Podcast, episode 16. Ah, sweet 16. Sweet 16, we made it. We really did. My super sweet 16 edition. Every episode we say we made it, but this time we actually did make it. (laughs) The numbers are always so arbitrary. Like, episode 14, we did it. (laughs) Yeah, we did it, you guys. This is what the. What are we gonna do on episode fifty? We're just gonna kill ourselves on air. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. That yeah, that or do something really messed up to Janet. Oh my god! So down to burn her alive on air and edit the episode ourselves. <laughs> Wait, yes. this would be a good time to tell our listeners who edited last week's episode so beautifully. I know. Yeah, Janet totally fucked us over last week. <laughs> like, really, actually, did fuck us over. Like, and, truly, uh, there was a minute there where I was like, "Oh, great, we're fucked." Yeah, and so your boy. Me, I had to use do a throwback to my KDVS days and uh, cut together some sound clips real quick. Holla, uh, ya boy, Jackie D. So, so if it sounded a little choppy, there's a, a good reason, and it's because Janet is a fucking idiot. And it's because the gorilla was let off her leash for a day. Yeah. But we managed. You did so good. I thought it sounded great. Thank you, and hopefully Janet's like ridiculous track had issues are resolved i like how she had trackpad issues but she was still able to put post like ridiculous articles to facebook and ask yeah, my, my news about feed them. didn't really get a break but yeah, no. you know everything else did <laughs> thanks janet for posting the 10th new york times article of the day on my yeah. facebook <laughs> thank god for iphone links you know that's great the oh, is, never oh that's that's how she was doing it. Or her work computer. I was honestly like unsure. I had so many theories. I was like, God, it just doesn't end. Maybe she like preloads them and they automatically load. Like, help me. She's got so it all lined up and like a timer going. Hell yeah. Or what if it turned out she had interns that were <laughs> working to post <laughs> like sweatshop interns? Uh, she, she would do that. She, she would. would do that. Yeah. She outsources all of her links to a Cambodian sweatshop and makes everybody (laughs) press enter every 30 minutes on the dot. There's one intern to to load it up to Facebook, another one to CC everybody, every single one of her friends. (laughs) Seppo, your thoughts? (laughs) That's why there's always crazy people tagged in the articles, because most of these Cambodian orphans don't know us. They're just picking random people in our friend group. They don't know the, yeah, right, they don't know the friend dynamics. Yeah, totally. Like, Seppo, Chris Bartunic, Anna, Ellen White. Like, do you have any thoughts on, <laughs> on like, the housing market in Greenpoint? Oh, like, no. People don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I love Janet. I keep telling her she should start a newsletter. I would literally subscribe. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would be all the news that you really don't need, but you kind of just want to read the headline, and then you click on it, and you're like, I, can't, I don't have any fucking time for this. Hell yeah, but you know what? Those are the things you need in a newsletter. Yeah, that's true. That's like what HuffPost wants to be, but it's too messy. A newsletter is a really good, really efficient. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah. Anyway, so it's that time of the time of the week again. Time to talk about some super sweet topics. Super sweet topics. Yeah, super speaking sweet. of hot trash, <laughs> what's first on the list? First on the list, uh, well, we couldn't get into the specifics about this whole Duggar situation, but we wanted to boil it down and just talk about how ridiculous and heinous TLC, the Learning Channel, is. Oh, that's what it stands for? The Learning Channel, yeah. I thought it was just tender love and care or something, like literally. Tender love and care. Well, with this Duggar incident, 
I don't know. Yeah, there was that a lot might of be. tender love there. Yeah, a lot of tender love. A lot of real tender love. <laughs> yeah, a little too tender. So here's what we know about the Duggars. Um, maybe the dad molested everyone. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> we, I know nothing. Yeah, a lot of penises going places that are inappropriate. Uh, old penis. Going old peen, in. fresh peen. Like, all yeah. I know is that when you have 19 kids, something's up. Right. And then when you defend uh, this kind of shit by saying, like, oh, well, you know, the sexual, uh, sexual education of the family is just how we deal with it. So let's not get into the specifics of uh, how we go about I teaching our kids. Up. Yeah. Yeah. They're so nasty. What is up with TLC? I feel like TLC is just like a crazy right wing Bravo. <laughs> It is kind of, right? Doesn't TLC, weren't they the Honey Boo Boo channel? They were the Honey Boo Boo channel. Um, and who, all, and they were the, they were like the ones who was, who were uh, losing a reality show with that like Octo Mom. Do you remember Octo her? Octo Mom. I remember her, yes. The mom who had eight kids at once. Ugh, that stretched out puss, but honestly, no body shaming. She was just a freak. She also got crazy surgery on her lips and looked in. Sane, and then tried to be a stripper and release a sex tape. I was like, yeah, she, so uh, didn't she try to do like porn? She did try to do porn using the name Octomom. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, I'm so not of the mind of, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not even trying to, like, shame people who do porn or strip, but there's something really desperate and sad about it, about her specifically. Also, having sex with someone named Octomom makes me feel like <laughs> you'd be having sex with livestock or some <laughs> sort of dog. Or it would be, like, a live-action tentacle porn. <laughs> right. Live action tentacle porn. So nasty. But TLC yeah. was also the network that did that weird Sarah Palin reality show. Do you remember that right after the election? Hmm. Are they the ones that do like the stupid noises? Like the beep bop 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 Wait, I don't know what on God's green earth that is. Oh, well, no. <laughs> what but, like, is that? Isn't there some like, isn't there some like TI reality show where, where like, they make all these like ridiculous noises while like oh, yeah that azalea banks called out on that interview yeah right his wife can't tiny can't read that's um that's basketball wives or something or like atlanta wives i think that's maybe bravo because who mm. can tell the oh right shows? bravo we were talking about this earlier with the whole bruce jenner thing and you were worried about how his forthcoming docu-series was going to have like those ridiculous noises going on in the background yeah, I really do. Bravo is not exactly like a network I, um, or E, I guess it's on E, but neither network is one that I really think of it when it comes to tact and taste. So I'm literally nervous that he's going to be in the operating room. There's going to be like scissor noises when they're talking about the surgery, like <laughs> snap, snap. And it's like, ugh, like, please. I just wonder how much like oversight he's going to have on that show, uh, you know? So I don't know truth. Yeah. But anyway, TLC is the, uh, is the channel that also, the Honey Boo Boo mom, wasn't, wasn't she... Getting, didn't she get in trouble for like harboring someone who inappropriately yes. touched like yeah, her, her one of her daughters like, or something? I think it was that her boyfriend, her like current boyfriend, was like a like on like Ma like the Megan's Law list or whatever. It was like a convicted uh, like sex felon, and everybody was just like, "Come on!" Yeah. The other weird thing about TLC is it's all like white people, right? It's like all of these just weird white families in the middle of the country. Mm. That is like literally their niche. It's so. Weird. TLC is just such a weird network. I don't yeah, I'm get confused, what their brand like, is. Like, I, I was confused when I first started seeing the story because, like, A, I don't know why this family's on TV. They're notable just because they have 19 kids, right? Isn't that yeah, why literally. they're newsworthy? 
the number of kids just keeps going up for all these shows, and they're the biggest one yet. It's just like, uh, is this like just some shitty extension of like John and Kate plus eight? Do you remember that show? Yeah, Wasn't that TLC? Oh my God. That was, that was what launched TLC. I think. So it's just like the more kids you have, like, I don't know, the, the longer like contract you have with the TV network or. Oh my God. Yeah, I, mean, I totally think so. Yeah. I mean, I think like once you've had a show about a certain number of kids, a show about less kids is just inherently less interesting. You just got to keep going. It's got to be up. You got to keep going. Yeah. It's like the human centipede. The numbers got to keep going up. Right. No one wants to see a two centipede human centipede. Yeah. Hi. We literally had 12 in the last one. If the next one's six, I'd be like, um, I'm not following. Isn't the new one? I saw like some thing for the new one and it's like a prison yard and it's just like this giant like chain of, <laughs> of like ass to mouth. <laughs> yeah. I saw that trailer too. It like zooms out and they're all in their orange jumpsuits and it's like maybe a hundred people or something. Yeah, who commissioned that prison? Oh, literally. I have maybe <laughs> Janet. I think this is one of Janet's fetishes. So I do think if we looked at the producing credit and the production designer, it would be mm. Annette Alexander, which isn't even a good isn't a good pen name. Nice try, girl. Yeah, See, we it... should watch that movie and live record our reaction to it. Have you seen the first one? Uh, yeah, I have seen the first one. You have to remember the night I tried to get you and Lisa to watch it when we were house-sitting at Britney's and oh. no one was down? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm thinking of that night. But you're right. We didn't watch it. We watched uh, Misery. Yeah, we watched Misery, which is honestly disgusting in its own way, but so yeah. good. Human Centipede is so nasty. There's literally a scene where they, like, force-feeds the Asian man who's in the front who can't even speak English a laxative, and the guy's like, No! No! I'm so sorry! And then just starts shitting while crying. And the woman behind him is like, mm, mm, And then starts oh. eating his shit. And the girl at the very end is just quietly like, <laughs> Jesus And then fuck. starts eating it. It's gross. And the doctor the whole time is screaming, Eat it, bitch! In like a German accent. <laughs> eat it, bitch, huh? Yelling, eat it, bitch. It Jesus. is the worst it's yeah. so so bad but i also like watched it twice what's my problem Ugh. yes yeah, so tlc is the human centipede of networks I human think. centipede of networks and yeah right we, we're not like making light of this uh, you know sexual uh sexual misconduct done in this you know this weird incesty way in this family but it's zero just, it's it's freaky because tlc is so okay with them putting it putting like this family on tv yes and is, it, there, totally I think there's, like, rumors that TLC might have, like, known about this before uh, this news, like, came about. Because they admitted to it, right? The family was like, look, Josh, Josh Duggar might have done some stuff to one of the girls. I can't remember her name because there's fucking 12 of them. Yeah, there's too many of them and they're so young they can't speak. Like, ugh, yeah. God. The problem no. is TLC. The problem is TLC, totally. The problem is, like, any network that just looks for, like, weird, freakish families. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. things are just freakish. Like, not that it's weird to have a lot of kids, but you know that there's, like, a million families that have a lot of kids. And if TLC is vetting for, like, a family that's worth having a TV show, they're going to be the weirdest one. Like, there's just no way that they're not. Like, that's the worst thing about TLC, that they, like, literally find these, like, heinous people and honestly, like, treat them so... Like, like every time... Like, Honey Boo Boo would have subtitles. <laughs> Oof, that's, that's like rude that's yeah. so rude that's pretty terrible i don't know anything about this duggar clan all i know is that 19 and counting or like duggar plus 19 or whatever it was called it was like littering the bus stop so tlc was putting a lot of money into the marketing new york was like covered in them duggar family orja that's what they're doing they're gonna pull the octomom route and then uh 
you know, they're going to get canceled from TLC, and then they're going to get desperate, and then, like, Vivid Entertainment's going to go to them and be like, hey, look, guys, million dollars, Duggar Family Orgy, let's do it. We have the check pre-written. Yeah. Give us the wink, and we'll do the signing. It's going to be like the uh, Farrah Abraham teen mom situation. Oh, hell yeah. You know I watched that, too. But that was stupid because she very clearly did that video with the intent of releasing it. Um, yeah, she did it with a porn star. It was so obvious. Also, I remember hearing about the tape before it was even filmed. So I was like, nice try, girl. <laughs> I remember her, like, talking about it. She's like, yeah, I'm doing a tape with James Dean. Oof. It was stolen. Like, what? You were doing it for what, then? That's pretty terrible. You watched no, the whole it's thing? so nasty. Yeah, I literally Ugh. have it on my computer somewhere. Um, I'm uh, sending it to you. Uh, yeah, I'm sending it. Uh, it's really it's, it's really intense. It's also like literally just porn, so it's not even like something everybody I guess like <laughs> needs to see. But it was literally we- it was so weird. It was like a teen mom and a porn star. This is like next level lowbrow culture. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's well, just like you so haven't much. seen the Duggar family uh, get desperate yet, so yeah, just it's wait called Sweeps Week. Heard of it? Sweeps sweep Week. It's the new Upfront. Yeah, wait, next year, next, next year at the upfronts, like, and this fall, you saw the Duggar family, but now see them like you've never seen them before, in the middle of an orchard. <laughs> Naked inside of each other. Naked inside of each other. Ooh, Poppy, it's the Duggar family orchard. And the dad's name's like Jim Bob, right? Ew, is it? I think so, I think that's the dad's name. I want to burn TLC to the ground. <laughs> just like Duck Dynasty, Honey Boo Boo, oh, yeah, this Duck bullshit. Dynasty. Ugh. They are just so shameless. What is their... Be- I just want to sit down with their CEO and be like, what's your game plan? Like, what are you up to? <laughs> are these people that really need a platform really? Mm. Like, need we? Also, uh, it's so nasty. the fact that they're still trying to call themselves the learning channel Oh my know. god, but they're like yeah. not. It's sort of like how MTV dropped music and now they're just MTV. It's like that. These are just letters. Oh uh, yeah, right. Is that what happened really? MTV is no longer called music television? They're just yeah, MTV? Yeah, like four years ago they dropped the word music, so they're just MTV. They're not even pretending anymore. At least I, you know, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like, at least be honest. That's why I hate Farrah Abrams. I'm like, girl, own your truth. Yeah, right. Come on. You Don't released make a me porno. respect Octomom. Don't yeah. put me in a situation where I have to look at Octomom and be like, you came out better in a certain situation. Well, at least you were yeah, right. At least you were honest about your situation. <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing you did, it's that you were honest. Like, can I not give Octomom a compliment? Can I like yeah. live my life without giving Octomom a compliment? Oh <sighs> man, so they're pretty terrible. But I'm the, so uh, pissed off. Yeah. The incest uh really lets us segue very cleanly. Yeah, as clean as you can. As clean as you can. <laughs> As clean as you can with incest. Should that be our new slogan? The Good Friends Podcast. As clean as you can. Speaking of, should we inform our listeners that there was a pile of human shit in our stairwell? Yeah, there was. I didn't see it. Apparently you saw it. Poopgate 2015. Poopgate 2015. Listeners, in our stairwell, leading up to the apartment that Jack and I share next door to our friend Claire, there was a pile of steaming human shit. Are you sure it's human? It looked human or cow. See, that this is, is what... a <laughs> cow. stairwell. I don't uh, think cow. 
this is why I want I wanted Claire to to taste it to see uh, you know try to see if she could reverse engineer what the poop was made out of. Yeah, I was actually really pissed off when she didn't see the bigger picture and just said no to that text. <laughs> I was like, wow, way to halt science. <laughs> like, I'm so glad you don't work in a laboratory. You would literally just be like, no, I don't think so. I'm not in the mood to do this experiment that might, like, cure cancer. Like, okay, step right. out of your bubble. Leave your baggage at the door. Taste the poop. It was weird because later that day, uh, I saw a bunch of brown stuff around her mouth. And the poop was gone. So, <laughs> so what does that say? Two plus two maybe. equals four. You know what? Maybe she's sort of like Jonas Salk, the guy who invented polio, and she just wants to, you know, do her science, do her job, but not be a celebrity. So she's just doing it, like, undercover, going to do the research, release the facts, uh, and just not make so. a big deal out of it. Yeah, kind of like yeah. Jay-Z and Beyonce giving money to the to bail out all the Ferguson and per- protesters. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about that. They, like, donated a yeah, bunch of appar- money anonymously. No, apparently they secretly, yeah, anonymously wired well, a ton of money to, like, get all the people from Baltimore and Ferguson that were, like, arrested for protesting out of jail, which is, like, super tight. That's what Dream, Dream Hampton said, at least. Well, we we still know that it was Jay-Z and Beyonce, so I see through your shill of a PR move, Hova. <laughs> no, it's true. Hove, like, you got That's, a few months of anonymity, but I think this is exactly the game you wanted to play. I hate you again. Right. That was, it's, that was fast. It's, <laughs> I mean, it was, that's probably more of, a, that's more of a Beyonce move, to be honest with you. You know, if I'm being honest Do you think here. so? Isn't she, like, the PR? I mean, her, like, she, like, doesn't take a breath unless, like, it's publicized and, like, you know, pre-calculated, <laughs> right? Isn't that how her... I really her, think... Isn't that her I think mo- she modus learned, operandi? I think she got that MO from Jay. I do think that. Hmm. I have a whole theory about how Jay-Z stepped up as, like, a real, like, a, because, like, she was managed by her dad, Beyonce, and then, like, a few years ago, we found out that her dad had, like, a kid with someone else, like, during an affair, and, like, shortly after, she, like, dropped her dad as her manager, and we, like, don't really hear about her dad much anymore. Like, we know they're, like, still close to their family, but, like, we don't hear about her much anymore, and I kind of feel like Jay-Z stepped in as, like, father, manager, as well as, like, husband and father to their kid like right around then and that mm. was like around the time the beyonce stunts started getting a little more epic that's like when people started to like call her queen and stuff when she like mm. did surprise album drops or like killer performances and like the branding got big so i mm. do think that it's i think it's still the hove so we see through that's your the good friends conspiracy theory of the week <laughs> yep good friends conspiracy conspiracy theory of the week conspiracy theory conspiracy of the week. theories of the week <laughs> I'm pissed off. I'm pissed well, we off have too. a fan question. Finally, we do have a fan question. This <laughs> question, God. yeah, thank you, thanks everybody for fucking submitting <laughs> questions. Really flooding in them. Yeah, please, our inbox is overflowing. You guys are yeah. great. Please stop. Just kidding. Please keep going because yeah, need, please stop. Just this. kidding. Do the opposite. Yeah. Do the opposite and do what we keep asking. Submit. Yeah. Well, someone finally did. Good friends podcast at gmail.com. This is a this is a question submitted by. One, Miss Isabel Chioso, good friend Angel. of the Good Friends podcast. And she writes, Hi, guys. Avengers, The Age of Ultron came out a few weeks ago, and although it's unsurprisingly dominating in the box office, I feel like I've sensed a shift in the conversation surrounding this movie, and in particular, all the Marvel superhero movies in general. There is more superhero material than ever in mainstream media now, especially with all the recent additions to TV and Netflix. And it's getting super hard to keep up with the universes 
as the universes get bigger and the plots get more complicated. Seriously, Infinity Stones? What the fuck? So, <laughs> so is this it? Have we reached the zenith of superhero movie dominance? Will we experience superhero fatigue and see the inevitable downfall of this movie genre as a dominant form of action movie all before we even get to a single movie about a female or POC superhero? POC is person of color. Person of color. I yes, I apparently I didn't I don't know. Is it? It is. And you'll go to mm. hell for not knowing. Continue. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's the background of the question uh, with some background info. I started thinking about this as a result of reading the article below. It's an article linking to um, a Grantland piece entitled Mad Max Avengers CGI Computer Animation Action. Oh, no, just kidding. It's called Artisanal Macho, The Clash of Action Stylings in Avengers and Mad Max. Um, yeah. It's intense. It's like dissertation status. Yeah, That's seriously. a bomb question. Uh, so she says, uh, as the article points out, Marvel has been going strong since 2008, and it's only a matter of time until its downfall. I mostly worry about the last part of the question. If action movie regimes have about a 10-year lifespan, the fatigue will really start to kick in just as Captain Marvel is slated to come out, and we'll have to start all over again in the fight for a female lead action movie. Uh, on the other hand, so much of this ecstasy around Mad Max is about its feminism, so maybe there's hope after all. Look forward to, your, to hearing your thoughts. You all are doing an awesome job with the podcast, except for Janet. Love, Izzy. <laughs> Love you, girl. That is so Love sweet. You. That is such a good question. Such right. a good question. Question of, like, you know, yeah, like, what does this mean for, like, a person of color slash, like, female Ledwood? Because, like... This whole corporate, like, you know, the whole corporate um, rollout has been that they've told us everything they're going to do for the next, like, 10 years help. So, like, we know when these movies are supposed to come out. So it's like, you have to pray that the public's interest will be sustained long enough to, like, get to these movies, which is, like, so annoying. It's basically, like, here, we're going to, like, throw out a lot of the shit you're used to. It's not going to be great, but, like, just hang in there. Like, there's something fun coming your way. Like, I promise. Like, just keep sticking around. Like, it's so dumb. I don't know. I do feel like people are, like, over it. I haven't seen it. And to be honest with you, after I saw Spider-Man 3, I kind of, like, oh my God. gave up on superhero movies for a while. because Spider-Man 3? <laughs> yeah, it was such a fucking terrible... Because I really liked the first two Spider-Man movies. Yeah, hell yeah. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I even saw Daredevil. That hell was a yeah. terrible we movie. We saw it together, actually. I don't know if you remember. Did we really? Yeah, we did. I, uh, oh, yeah. But I saw... And, like, I would go... I saw, like, uh, the John Woo-directed version of the Hulk. <laughs> I saw that one, like, by myself. No, it was um, Ang Lee. <laughs> Ang Lee, whatever. John Woo. <laughs> But I actually kind of like that version. We've talked about that before. We have. Past, I think it's, but, a, um, it's a really interesting experiment, that movie. The point is, I was really into the whole superhero genre, and then kind of Spider-Man 3 ruined it for me. And I really hadn't been keeping up with them until recently. I kind of like went back and rewatched uh, Avengers and Avengers 2. I didn't. I couldn't get through Cap Captain America's. To me, he was so dumb. I didn't get... Yeah, I didn't really like that That's one. That's a tough one for me, too. I will not lie. Yeah. It's always, like, literally history homework. I do kind of like the second one, but I'm still just Except like, it's not uh. history homework at all. <laughs> because, like, the threat, it's not even, yeah, it's like the Red Skull, but in the comic books, it's, he's supposed to be, like, a Nazi or communist. But I think he's a movie, communist, he's yeah. like In the movie, he's not anything. He's just, like, a part of a terrorist organization. Ugh, so watered yeah. down. These movies are so boring. They're so yeah, boring. Terrible. I mean, okay, here's what I think the bigger concern is. I think it's less that these movies will, like, stop 
being like stop coming out before we get these before we get one that's led by a woman because Captain Marvel is, is supposed to be led by a woman and Black Panther is supposed to be led by a black man. So we know that there's these two movies coming out that will like already be radically different from any other superhero, superhero movie. I think the concern is less like are people going to be too bored by then or like rather are, are the movies going to stop by then? I think it's more that like when these movies do come out because they still will come out will the public's disinterest then be reflected on the casting like i feel like the industry will be like see like no one went to see these movies this is why we don't put women or people of color like the helm of superhero Mm. movies people just aren't interested and it's like a total fallacy because it's like no people are probably just gonna be exhausted by 2019 they're just tired you know like this isn't a reflection on on anything it's like anytime a movie with a woman does well you get like 10 think pieces that are like whoa like how like this is crazy is this the beginning of like a new era like every single time and then when it fails it's sort of just like like it just doesn't work so i think like the fear is more like is the industry gonna scapegoat the fact that like people just get exhausted of the same shit for like 10 years and blame it on these like subtle subversions that they're like hopefully doing also, don't you think, like, as, you know, as time goes by and more of these, like, the old dudes who run these theater or these, uh, you know, movie organizations die off? Don't you think, like, <laughs> the younger people, honestly, like, the younger no, people totally. will probably be down to take, you know, bigger chances on, you know, casting a female lead in an action movie? I mean, and Izzy mentions Mad Max, which, like, everyone, it seems like everyone fucking loves it's i haven't so seen it. tight you have to see it it's amazing i haven't seen it but it's apparently good. it's like incredibly feminist uh yeah it's know, like not sure. even about him mad max is like not even the main character yeah so i mean i think it's to me it's like it's always just about content you know i mean it's like if, if the movie's good people will go see it if it's right. not you know they're gonna see it eventually they might not see it in theaters but people are gonna you know people are gonna appreciate it whether it be dvd sales or you know runs on TV or Netflix or something like that, people are going to get eyes on the thing as long as the content's good. Right. It's just, you know, these guys, these people who run these movies, they want to see, like, big numbers on the opening weekend, which is, like, insane. Yeah, that's, like, all they want. People don't, yeah, people don't, like, see movies like that anymore. I don't know. I feel like that's, you know, uh, you know, if you're charging fifteen fifty for me to go see an IMAX movie on opening, you know, the opening weekend, it's, like, fuck no, I'm not going to go do that. Right. I'm not going to go sit in line for like four hours, wait in line at midnight with all these nerds dressed up and then pick, like hand over 15 bucks to sit in this, you know, movie where I can just wait. In this wait. movie? Seriously, no, but seriously, like wait like three months. It's going to be on either Netflix or going to come out on DVD. I'm going to pirate it off the internet. Hell yeah. And I'm going to love it. And that's just how it goes, you know? It's, yeah, people totally. Are, people are thinking about this in like, uh, you know, as if it was still like 1980 or something, but it's not. People consume stuff differently than they did back then it's true uh, i mean that's like totally the thing like the thing that makes these movies crazy is that they're like in the middle of this really crazy time where like studios are merging with like corporate enterprises so like marvel is a corporation that disney owns and now this corporation is making is slating movies in this way but at the same time ticket prices go up so like these movies that are meant for everyone can't really like I don't know, a family of five going to see Avengers, that's, like, super expensive. Like, who's gonna... It's not a sustainable business to, like, 
keep and making big yeah. movies that need to make tons of money to break even, but then have ticket prices so high that you can't really keep guaranteeing people are going to be able to like, afford to keep seeing these movies. And they also and, are designed to like yeah. do better in China than they even are in America. So it's like, who are yeah, they even right. for? Like, who are these movies for? I know. Wouldn't you almost rather see this movie that has absolutely no stakes as opposed to this Captain Marvel movie that has super high stakes and has like a gigantic budget and like all these expectations and then all the mo- all the money all the budget goes into like CGI effects and like I don't know you know you pay whoever big name actress who can't act anymore millions of dollars to to be <laughs> Cap- Captain Marvel and then like all the mo- mo- uh, money goes to her and the CGI, and then it's just like a piece of shit. They don't spend any money on like you know the script or or like interesting filmmaking or the director or like you know something like that. Wouldn't you rather it be kind of art housey? Oh God, I don't even know. Like it just like, seems so hard either way because it's like I want. Would you rather have? Would you rather have like a big budget, terrible movie that stars a woman lead or? a smaller budget, really great movie that maybe doesn't have such high expectations but ends up being amazing and people talk about it. Because that's that's the shit that people remember. They don't remember... No one's going to remember Spider-Man 3. No one's going to remember Captain America Winter Soldier, you know? Right. Because they're just, like, one in a million of these, like, films. And they're pieces of shit. Right. <laughs> they're awful. They remind me of our stairwell just two days ago. Yeah. Covered in shit. Right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. It's just, like, I don't know. It's, like, so hard to answer because, like, these movies just, like, uh, they carry the burden of, like, an entire demographic with them. And they just, like, always will. It's, like, yeah, I want th- I want these movies to be... I want every movie to just be a little smaller. I don't like big movies. They just feel so crazy to me. Like, so, yeah, my ideal Captain Marvel movie... I don't even know anything about Captain Marvel. All I know is, that, like, I literally want like love seeing women kick ass in movies and this like sounds really tight so like i don't know anything about it but like i'm yeah i want it to be intimate i want it to be about like this person is a human i want it to like not be studio execs like literally like drooling and like having their eyes roll in the back of their heads watching the numbers either like go up or go down but it's like i think at the same time like you need one of those for like these white dudes who own these studios to be like convinced that this shit works you know like if you make this art house movie that does well and is well received then to them it's just this experiment that went well Mm, i just don't think that they will they'll never read it as like equal to like until these movies are funded in the exact same way that the movies with men are funded like it's not a message you know like it's not really like the kind of message that it needs i don't know that like people need to hear and it's like crazy like it's crazy like we talk about the avengers like there's no women in it scarlett johansson is in this movie she's like a movie star like how on earth like do you have this like totally famous like a-list actress in this movie and still we're like frothing for just something for her to do like it's so crazy like why even i haven't seen it does she, like, do nothing in the movie? I don't know. She's never done anything. She's, like, in one of the Iron Man movies, barely does anything. She's in the first Avengers, barely does anything. She's in this one. I haven't seen it, but, like, I don't know. I guess she, like, barely does anything. She, like, barely does anything in these movies ever, except just, like, show up and be, like, a little smarter than the guys to show, like, mm. like hmm, I'm a girl, but, like, clearly, like, I know a little bit more what's going on. It's like, okay, great, but can you do something? Can they write you something to do instead of, like, yeah. showing up and saving a guy and being like my turn or like whatever like stupid line right, she right, has right. and it's yeah. crazy it's like and it's like 
I just can't get over it. Like, it's literally Scarlett Johansson. It's not some... It's not like Kelly Kuko from The Big Bang Theory cast in this movie just to, like, yeah, have right. a woman. It's, like, a movie star. And Scarlett Johansson has been in, like, these really interesting... Like, like she has arguably been in a trilogy of movies in the last two years that are, like, all about reconfiguring femininity and, like, female identity in science fiction films. She was, like, in her. She was in that movie Lucy. She was oh, in yeah, right. Into the Skin. These are, like, three movies that are, like kind of all about the same thing in different ways you know they're all about just like how sexuality and how femininity is used in these genres and still you take a woman that is like right now the face of this like potential new wave of film and like reduce her to the same shit as like anyone else in any superhero movie it's just like mind-boggling basically i'm just like red skulled out and want all of the executives to accidentally die and have like women people of color young people running these executives like lord of the lord of the fly style Mm. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. Mm. Uh, those are all good points. Um, I yeah, right. So I well. guess the answer is I pray these movies do bad, but do well long enough for these two Captain other ones Marvel to get to, made. Yeah. <laughs> like well, that's all I, I yeah, want. and I, right, and I just want that movie to whatever whenever they come out. I just hope they do well. Because you're right, if they come out and they invest a lot of money into these movies and then it bombs, you're right, the, the executives are going to be like, well, women, they're better, right. uh, you know, seen and not heard. Right, they're just like, they're just looking for any excuse to, bl- to like, pin their prejudices on. Like, the whole not idea that boobs. we're... Not enough boobs. Not enough boobs. Sorry. There aren't enough boobs. There's only two. That's a problem. Like, right. what? The whole idea that women don't go to movies is crazy. Every one of my girl friends loves movies like i don't even know what we're talking about when we say that <laughs> like excuse me they're all is that seeing a thing? do people think that women don't go to movies That's literally because, that like, is like the go-to line of these executives like women just aren't our target audience because they don't go to movies <laughs> that it, doesn't even make sense it makes no sense you're telling me it's these, like these multi-billion dollar movies are all men 50 percent of the population isn't going and you're making a billion dollars <laughs> Fifty percent. Like half of the population on Earth is women. Yeah, <laughs> like women. literally. Like in order for you to be born, you need a woman. You're telling me every single person that's integral in that is like, mm, I don't like cinema, not for me. Mm. I don't like dark rooms with things happening. No thanks. Like yeah. please, I'm a set. The building's on fire. I have so many buildings to burn after this podcast. How many uh, women superheroes are there? Oh my god. Maybe that's good. their issue. I mean, like the comics sometimes go crazy and like make the famous superheroes into women, like. The old Thor died recently, and, like, now the new Thor is a woman. Like, Spider-Man once was a woman. Like, I don't know. I don't know how many there are that are just, like, women. And also, they're always called girl. Not that that's, like, bad, but they're always sort of... Supergirl? Yeah, they're always some, like... Superman and not super... And not superwoman. Superman, not superboy or whatever. Yeah, Not Not that there's anything less powerful about being a girl, but the assumption is that it's still someone younger than, smaller than, less than this, like, main dude. It's, like, always their cousin or, like their like friend's yeah. daughter or like something well at it's least like they weird. don't at least they don't call uh you know the green lantern the black green lantern right <laughs> oh at least God. like when they do choose people of color to be superheroes <laughs> totally. they don't call them like, like black the, batman like the greenish lantern <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's close enough yeah. close enough I, and it's crazy because to me the black green lantern is like the most famous green lantern he's like actually the first one i think of because he was like in the mm. cartoons and in like the Justice yeah, yeah. League cartoons, like I don't even know like why you would ever cast a 
white guy white, to be the Green Lantern guy. when there's well, already Ryan a Ryan Reynolds was was Green Lantern, right? Because they did a movie. Yeah, I they did. It. It's literally where him and Blake Lively met. I'm kind of obsessed. Ugh. That's awful. <laughs> Anything that helps Blake Lively's lifestyle is not necessarily something we should be proud of. It yeah, pisses she sounds me like, off. Yeah, she's annoying. But yeah, I don't know um, how many women superheroes there are. I really don't, actually. Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman. That's the go-to. It's pr- go-to. really surprising they haven't made that one because that's like probably she's probably like one of the first three superheroes I think of like oh, within totally. the Marvel universe. One hundred. I couldn't tell you one famous comic book, one villain of or, hers. No, she's DC. Or she's DC. She's DC. But still, like yeah. she's so big. Like she's in that Batman Superman movie, and she was nowhere in the trailer. <laughs> like she's in it. Mm. Oh, <laughs> she's in it. I didn't know that. Yeah, she is. It's like hello, like. You, is this the Twilight Zone? Like, what's going on? Because they're doing a they're doing a Wonder Woman movie, right? Do you know when that one's coming out? I don't, but it's like DC did the same thing of like the here's our superhero right. blueprint for the next ten, 10 years. Ten year plan. Yeah, yeah, and it's literally like so heinous. It's like DC, I like love you, but like you're struggling. Like you just can't do it, right? The Wonder Woman you one I think comes out in like 2018 up. or something. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, like Justice League is going to be like two films set split into two. And Wonder Woman is, like, in the middle or something. Duh. I know. Throw me out a window. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know. But all their, all this, like, all this stuff just, like, seems so dark. But, yeah, I don't Very know. Dark. Ava DuVernay, who, like, directed Selma, was, like, it was reported that she was, like, brought into the Marvel offices in talks to, like, direct a film. No one knows if it's, like, the one about the black guy or the woman. Because it's, like, it could uh. be any and it would be progressive either way to them, I guess. It's like when Oprah, it was like when the big question was like, is Oprah going to vote for Hillary or Brock? Because it was like, oh. is she, she ID more as like a feminist leader or a black leader, which was like kind That's of interesting. Dumb. So yeah, like, yeah. I don't know which one she's going to direct. I feel like it's going to be Captain Marvel. I have a feeling that would be like the bigger one for her to do. But yeah, so yeah, I hope Captain she gets Marvel. to keep her job. <laughs> so keep her job. Hope these movies make money. But again, you know, to me, it's more, to me, it's mostly about it being done well. Wouldn't it be terrible if they did a Captain Marvel movie and it was just like, it was like just the, the you know, they, they put like Kate Upton in there and it was just like oh whoever God. looks best in like a, in like a super spangly, like low cut top. Wouldn't that be terrible? Yeah. The whole thing is actually just a, like a clothing montage at a mall. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Or it's with, like, like her SNL different skit where it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like a rom-com just like styled as a, uh, you know, superhero movie. Oh my God. Yeah. And did you see the Upfronts trailer for Supergirl? I didn't see it. It's literally the Black Widow skit from SNL, oh, yeah. but it's sincere. It's like this That's girl terrible. where she's like, yeah, I'm a superhero. Yeah, I can fly, but I just want to be a girl, and I just want to be loved. And it's her, like, look, like literally living a rom-com in Metropolis. I'm like, That's curb terrible. stomp, meh. Yeah. But Mad yeah. Max is great. You have to see it. Hmm. I will. I'll see it eventually. And that came out of nowhere. That's one of those ones that's kind of like, I feel like that just jumped up on people. I do think it jumped up on people. I've been amped about it for a while. Remember I made Claire watch the trailer while you... Oh, I think you were asleep, but it was, like, literally blasting it in our living room. It's... I, mm. like, was so obsessed. I saw it opening day. Like, am I okay? It's my mm. problem. Yeah, but it did. I love those movies that sneak up and, like, become the movie of the summer. It's so good. Charlize Theron is so good. There's no dialogue in it. It's, like, 20 minutes of dialogue. What, really? Yeah, it's, like, literally crazy. There's It's, like, two and a half hours, and there's, like, yeah, 20 minutes of dialogue total. It's literally just, like, a silent film or something. It's so nuts. And it's beautiful. It's in these, like, really deep oranges and, like, dark blues, and it's, like, really crazy. Very interesting. All right, we'll have to check it out. Hell yeah. <laughs>
Hellie West. Okay. Hellie West. All right. Good transition. <laughs> Great transition. To a sweet little thing we call Devil Tongue. God only knows what I'd be without you. Devil Tongue of the Week. Um. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go into this? Because this is a, this, uh, our devil tongue this week. Um, I don't know. It was getting some mention earlier this week. Janet specifically has had, um, uh, you know, very angry texts to our, our, our good friends text thread about, um, these, uh, because she's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a devil tongue, but I'm also kind of obsessed yeah right. At We're the giving the time. devil tongue to the uh, to the ads on Tinder. Yeah, the ads built in to the Tinder interface. Apparently, I'm sure we don't need to discuss how Tinder works. You swipe right for people you like. You swipe left for people you don't like. Liking them means finding them attractive, of course. Right, and now what's happening is that ads are starting to show up in in Tinder. Right? Isn't yeah. that what's happening? Ads and like. Yeah, like, marketing... It's, like, less ads and more, like, marketing things. Like, Zed, mm. the DJ, his Tinder profile was there, and it was, like, Zed, 25. And you, like, tap it to read more, and it's, like, Hey, it's me, Zed. Swipe right for a brand-new single <laughs> and to pre-order my album. Swipe left if you don't care or something. And, like, it's yeah, integrated right. into the app. And, yeah, then, like, ads for, like, yeah, like, websites, and you, like, swipe right, and it, like, sends you to, like, the site. It's, like, so crazy. And Tinder's, like, not that old. And, like... Already, it's like mm. a brand. We have a screenshot here, and it's of Janet's Tinder oh, uh, profile, <laughs> and it's a picture of Melissa McCarthy from the movie Spy. Swipe right to see the exclusive Spy video mix. Oh. Hashtag Spy movie. <laughs> Hashtag Spy movie. Wait, so you swipe right and you watch a video? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay. If but we're going to start see, doing this kind of stuff, can Apple improve my iPhone battery? I don't have the energy for this man this isn't apple this is like whoever invented tinder and whoever decided to fund tinder like the, <laughs> the people who invested in tinder are like sitting there like okay so when the fuck are we collecting money and then like the people at tinder are like oh shit we gotta figure something out and so like the only way these companies know how to monetize shit like this is by advertising so right. this is kind of inevitable if you ask it was me inevitable and it is smart it's sort of like i prefer that it be like based in the behavioral design of the app so I can, like, avoid it easily or, like, maybe be curious enough. I don't hate advertising. I, like, am down with advertising. Like, I love sponsored posts on Instagram. I'm, like, obsessed with them. Mm. Like, anytime I see an ad on Instagram, because, like, you know, have you seen that before? Sponsored posts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always double tap it so the algorithm knows I love it. Like, I'm so Mm. into it. Because I'm like, why not? Like, they have to be creative. They're not going to be shitty ads on Instagram. They have to be, like, really interesting images they have to like fit within like the the design of the site like that just makes for more interesting advertisement and there's gonna be advertisement anyway but it's true like can we live like the idea of being like ooh, cute mm, not cute mm, maybe <gasps> swipe for a trailer to spy like right in the middle is right. like okay i can't i need a minute stay away from this guy <laughs> who's gonna start a chat first ideally neither of you because there's messages like that yeah. on tinder where it's like who's talking first like literal uh, text chats like that 
crazy. Oh, so yeah, Tinder ads, heinous, but also kind of funny. Like not the worst, but definitely not the best. So, yeah. Right. They got to figure out how you know the way that these fucking apps on your phone work. Everything's free, and the people who like they get so much money thrown at them from investors, and then the investors sit there and they're like, "What the fuck? This thing's not making any money." Right. So yeah, it's, it's a completely just a speculative before... economy. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a matter of time before that bubble bursts, and then like everything is just covered in ads. Yeah. So. One hundred percent. Fun times, Janet. Fun times. You went back to San Try Francisco to, just yeah. in time. That town is about to eat itself alive. Ooh, I can't. I kind of can't wait because then I'll go back and stuff will be normal priced again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's what everybody was saying about New York in the 70s. <laughs> like, literally, like, things are affordable. Like, the crime rate's never been higher, but jackpot. Yeah. Well, no, I just want to... Yeah, right. I want to be able to afford to live in the fucking place I'm from. That's the, that's my thing. So, anyway, yeah, Devil Tongue of the Week goes to Tinder ads. Tinder ad. And Janet, I guess. Uh... Yeah, and Janet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good friend of the Wark. <laughs> we hope you rot. Oh, wow. Okay. Went for it. Uh, okay, are you ready for Good Friend of the Week? I am ready. I'm born ready. This is what I live for. This is what I die for. I guess I'll go first. Hell yeah. Look, last night was game four of the Western Conference Finals, Warriors versus Rockets. The Warriors were up 3 nothing. All they had to do was win last night, and then they they would have advanced to the finals of the NBA... Uh, unfortunately, that's not what happened. They lost. Kind of a disheartening game. They were down early by a lot, kind of Man. playing from behind the whole game. And what happened was their star player, the guy who won the MVP for the league this year, who's you know one of everyone's favorite players, Steph Curry, had a really ugly fall. Oof. He hit his head on the on the on the floor. He fell like six feet, you know, from six feet up in the air. Landed right on his shoulder, right in his head. He was down for like a good four minutes. It was ugly. Um, so good friend of the week goes to Steph Curry. Get better, Steph. We want you locked in here. We want you to be healthy. We want you to, you know, not put your career in jeopardy. But also, you know, if you can do it, let's let's do it. Let's close out these son-of-a-bitch rockets and uh, advance to the finals. Wait, um, so it's not game it over yet? Not game over. They're st- they still have a very comfortable lead in the series. Um, but it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's annoying when you're watching the game and you have Twitter open and then people are like, he has a concussion. He doesn't have a concussion. I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, there's this <laughs> I am not a Twitter. doctor, and he does have a concussion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what they might as well be tweeting, but it's just this crazy Twitter back and forth about player safety and what should and what shouldn't happen and if, if you know, the right thing to do and it doesn't, you know, you know, all this bullshit Twitter talk. Steph, keep it out of your head. I know you're listening right now. You're probably a big listener. Um, but <laughs> I love you, buddy. You're my good friend of the week. You can do it. Get better. And, uh, yeah, let's do this. That's all, that's all I gotta say. That is literally so sweet. As so, someone who has seen Million Dollar Baby multiple times, I do not want a sad ending to a sports player. Right. Unless that person's Floyd as, Mayweather. <laughs> right. Floyd Mayweather, 
he can have a very sad ending. In fact, oh, yeah. I hope that he, because he had bet, he won like $200,000 on a bet uh, on the Warriors. He's like famous for betting large sums of money and then posting his winnings on the internet. Ah! Uh, Everything but, about him! But someone someone like him, see, he bets, he's probably a compulsive gambler, and he's never going to post a bet slip of a bet that he loses. He only posts oh, the ones of him winning. everything last night. Right. I hope he bet, like, a really large amount of money on the Warriors and, and lost all of it. That's the Me only too. thing I, that's the only positive thing I can think of, like, taking away from, from the game it. last night. If Steph Curry yeah. does have a concussion, that is the only thing that can buy my comfort. Right. If he was, like, $600,000 on the Warriors. Ah! Like, literally. Right. Except he doesn't care because he made over $100 million in his last fight, so. Anyway. There's no one I hate more. There is no one. We're not talking about... Here's a pitch for a great villain for the next Avengers movie. Just Floyd Mayweather as himself. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, just, yeah. That would be good, that? and then he could get beat up by a woman. That'd be perfect. Oh, that would be so sick. Yeah, the villain in Captain Marvel should just be Floyd Mayweather as Floyd Mayweather. Right. Mayweather versus Marvel. I would see that. Dawn of Justice. I would see that. I would see that movie. Hell yeah. That'd be hot. Um, On to your good friend, sir. My good friend of the wake is Miss Lisa Durst, because our obsession with muting the music video for Beyonce single ladies and playing other songs over it and seeing what syncs up has six years later finally caught up to the internet because hashtag Beyonce always on beat was trending yesterday and we've been on this trend can't stress this yeah. enough here's some killer songs to match up to single ladies edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks Goldie by ASAP Rocky me singing <laughs> and a personal favorite currently featured on the good friends tumblr the ducktales theme song which is a killer sync to that video yeah and this is like kind of my phone is like linked up to the tumblr profile and my fucking phone has been going off all day because people are just sharing this and liking it hell yeah i'm so it's already got down. 355 notes as of this recording right now wow it's only it been is- up for like under 12 hours. Yeah, amazing. People are about it. People love Beyonce. DuckTales theme song is actually a banger. It's really good. You know it I is. found that high-quality full song. That's a full two minutes. Don't get it twisted. It wasn't a 15-second <laughs> vid. Okay? Everybody needs to go to Good Friends Tumblr, goodfriendspodcast.tumblr.com. Peep the video. I made it last night. It took me an hour, and I was not at my most sober, so I'm very proud of it. <laughs> Oh man, but I think I tried posting this on on uh, on Reddit, and I think they they deleted our uh, <gasps> our uh, I think they deleted our like profile. I can't find it. Why? Oh wait, no, here wait. it is. I don't know. No, wait, oh no, no, here it is. But I don't understand what's happening. Why is it not? It's I tried to post it, and it, it's not doing so well on Reddit. But I tried posting it in the Beyonce subreddit. So far, it's got two votes, and I also tried posting it in the funny section. And it's been, it looks like it's not here. So I don't know. I don't know. Reddit is very weird. <laughs> they're I so really, mean. I don't get it. Yeah, Reddit. it's very, it's got this, all this fucking stupid rules. And there's probably some moderator who was like, yeah, this isn't a real thing. And just started gargling on their own tongue and <laughs> balls. What um, on God's green earth qualifies as a real thing on Reddit? I don't know. Like, I don't know. what? This it, is a video know. with music. It's like, sorry, you don't think it's real. Like, what? Yeah, so fuck uh, Reddit, but this um, 
Yeah, good job, Lisa. For helping co- Co-engineer. For helping co-vision this beauty. It's so good. For co-visioning this quasi-viral moment for the Good Friends podcast. <laughs> for the Good Friends podcast. But seriously, Reddit, get it together. Start sharing. Let us in. Yeah. Yeah, let us in. Fucking let us in. Stupid website. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. So yeah, so. And everyone should watch it. We'll link it somewhere. I don't know. Just go to the Tumblr, but we'll put it on our Facebook. But yeah, it's great. Love being. Go to the Tumblr. We'll put it on our Facebook. We'll tweet it. We'll Reddit it. We'll... We'll Reddit it. it. <laughs> SoundCloud it. Am I forgetting any social well, media Craigslist platform? Craigslist it. You can buy it Craigslist on Craigslist. It. Casual put encounters on, on Craigslist. <laughs> uh, put it on LinkedIn. Wait, let's uh, definitely put it on uh, missed. What is it? Misconnections. <laughs> misconnections. Like on, me, on music Craigslist. video. You, '90s children's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your ultimate goal is try to get Beyonce to see this, right? Ugh, I want Beyonce to see it so bad. So bad. Yeah. I think she she'd love it. She has a great sense of humor. I think she'd think it's really great. Does she How have a great sense of humor? Ugh, no. I actually think she's really boring. I, like, would not want to hang out with her. I want to hang out with Rihanna. Um, but do you think she would love the video? How can we get her to see it? Um, I mean, just keep, keep, keep sharing it. Keep Instagramming it. Keep, uh, tweeting it. Keep, uh, uh, vining it keep uh i'm trying to think of other social media platforms i'm gonna start tweeting it to all of beyonce oh my god i'm literally not touching yak um i'm gonna start tweeting it out to every beyonce fan twitter account because you know her team watches the fan accounts so i think that's the best way if they retweet it that's the power oh there you go that's my tactic we'll see beyonce is gonna see this if it's the last thing i do she'll be our first guest Please, I would love that. I would love to bump <laughs> Janet for Beyonce. This is, we fired Janet because uh, Beyonce Knowles came on as producer of the Good Friends podcast. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be great. Revel in that so much. Yeah, and I would also love not treating Beyonce any different. Calling her at 4 a.m. and she's like, I don't know how to work GarageBand and I don't know why I'm doing this. And I was like, Beyonce, <laughs> we need this. It's Thursday. Calling her, making fun of her menstrual cycle. <laughs> yeah, she's That'd like, be what? Awesome. I don't have a period. Yeah. I'm a robot. <laughs> she probably is a robot. She is. She's a cyborg for sure. Nothing is that perfect. Mm. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway. Well, it's about that time where Janet starts crying because she knows what's near and we sign off. <laughs> yeah. So Janet, get to work. Rod, good job. We've, we've completed our work and now it's Janet time for janet to start her work we've done our part and now it's time for the harder thing to be done by someone who does things less well so janet we're gonna need and to is... take it in. <laughs> someone who's not as good as we are someone who's not as good as we are so janet that's your cue uh, i need you to hop right in thank you guys so much for listening we love you we love you email us uh you know like us on facebook the whole spiel the whole podcast thing. gmail.com subscribe on itunes good. we love it goodfriendspodcast.tumblr.com soundcloud you know what to do subscribe this isn't your first rodeo this isn't your first rodeo and send us questions goodfriendspodcast at gmail.com yeah thanks izzy for the question hell yeah keep them coming keep them coming anyway janet Janet, get to work (laughs) get to work give a little time for the child within you don't be afraid to be young and free Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.